Okay, so speak clearly and into the microphone. This clearly. is a podcast from from Nat Niff Creations. Da, 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 da. I'm here with uh, da, da. with. Oh, right, can uh, you give me a countdown before we start? All right, seven, six, three, one, go. This episode of Finton Lives With, the podcast about Finton's life and the people that they live with. Haha. <laughs> I'm interviewing my brother, Cormac Mason. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to get deep into family drama. Also, rising trap star Tommy Owens is going to be participating in this interview. I don't know. It, it gets interesting. Just, just get cozy and listen. Okay, to- Tommy Owens, Cormac Mason, they're both here at the studio right yeah, now. Yeah, hello, I'm Cormac. I'm Tommy. Tommy and Cormac are here. They do share some of the same body parts, but you uh, can uh, envision that in couple. your own way. A Just couple. a couple. Just a few, maybe a couple teeth here and there, a lip or two. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Vocals all around, sounding good. I'm listening to myself in the echo, so I really get the feel that this is a podcast. Yeah. I gotta feel like it's a podcast. Throwback to the old days when Cormac and Fenton used to record the FNC Show podcast. That's a good place to start. Why don't we start there with a little podcast history? Oh, Lord. FNC Show podcast. Um, so we ran this YouTube channel together in high school. When I was in high school, he was in middle school and high school. And uh, it was just it was just great. It was it was all sorts of fun skit videos and podcasts full of ads and what were your what are your thoughts on on our history of uh, on our history creations podcasts or on FNC that? show? Just, let's just talk about the FNC show in general. Um, it was a very just remember remember when you're talking, you got to look at the microphone. Thrown together production. Welcome to the FNC show podcast. I'm your host Finton and Cormac, and today we're gonna be talking about how the FNC show has done so far. We're going to take a break right now and go to our message from our sponsors. See you when we get back. Have you lost your mind? 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 New York State lost is that only sane people have to pay taxes. Visit www.whatimtaxmannow.com. Or call one eight hundred two sane. Let's let's st- take it back a couple steps. Uh, let's start with um, Cormac Mason. Who are you? Who is Cormac Mason? That that's a really loaded question. I mean, that's not loaded, but there's I'm no you, that, more specific. Please. <laughs> so um, how is Cormac Mason different from? No, I don't want to get into that yet. Um, when did Cormac and Finton first meet? When I was born, <laughs> 1999, January 19th. Yeah, I was there at the birth. Yeah, that, I don't know if you were in the room for the birth. You might not have been because that's kind of weird. But you were there probably. I don't an know. Hour I was around. I was hanging out outside. Probably, yeah, I don't think you remember. But four-year-old Finton. Yeah, I don't think you were in there for the birth. But so about an hour after I was born, I probably met him. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So now, what was it like living with me? What was it like living with Finton? Well, you're gonna have to specify a time period because it's been very. It was a little rocky at first. Oh, it was rocky? We used to argue it a lot. It wasn't icy? Icy like 1017. No fires? Did we have fire? Oh, I started a fire in a trash can in a restaurant. That was not related to me. Irrelevant. It was related Save to Save that you. story. For- 
you you were what? burning popcorn early in the day in the candles. You were you inspired me. I was burning popcorn in the candles. Yeah, you remember that um, pizza place in Brooklyn and Red Hook? We took the B seventy one bus to. Mm, yes. Remember? Yes. You were playing with fire. You did that little trick where you put your finger through the fire. Oh, yeah. And then you were burning some popcorn and you put the idea in the young, impressionable mind. Yeah, but that wasn't the same. You that didn't burn it in day. that restaurant. No, but it was You the burned same it day. in a different restaurant. It was later that Why the day. hell were we in two restaurants in one day? That was, I don't, that was lunch, I think. And then we went to... We did, we did not eat out that much as children. We... Just to set the record. We saw James and Lillian, parents, friends, that, that night in Manhattan. And I set a trash can on fire in a restaurant. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. No, I do remember that. I remember. I thought I was in the the restroom when you set the trash can on no, fire. No, you were not. I think that was just a. I don't know what that dream that, that be, was. That would be weird. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know. I thought I was inspiring it physically there. I, well, I was there no. in your mind. But anyway, beside the point. Let's move on from this trash story here. That's, so it's a pretty good story. Uh, we used to live in the same room together. Let's describe what that was like. Mm, well. It was a while ago, but we argued a lot, and that was a. But then we did play together a lot, toys, like little toy cities with the cars and stuff. We made up a lot of intricate rules. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to to give a overall feeling of like twelve years, thirteen. No, no, like ten years of my life. So let's get specific. Remember, we used to make news podcasts, and we did. Uh, did we? What did, did we played what? school with the stuffed oh, yeah, animals. I didn't actually like that. That was my. I, I that forced was your you thing. to fill out worksheets, and yeah, that was like literal school for me. You played teacher, I played student, and I already played student in real life, so that was a little too close to and home. It was, it was all full of the bureaucracy that you have to go through in normal school. It was just a critique on our educational system, even though I didn't realize it was at the time. But however. However, it did mean that I, in first grade, I got to skip math classes because... Are you serious? Yeah. Because of my school? Your school, and also because I knew how to, uh, for a period of time, I knew how to um, read analog clocks, so I did not <laughs> I didn't have to sit through that either, so... I guess I have a lot of analog clocks on the worksheets. I, that, this is a first... Peeps you actually there. did help me with math initially, but dang. Okay. I, but now I have I have fallen behind in math. I'm not good at math well, anymore. Well, that's because you dropped out of Vincent School. Well, I was good in, with math until eighth grade when they took me out of the advanced math program. I was in the advanced math program in seventh grade, and they Uh-oh, took me what out of it. happened in eighth grade? Well, so found drugs. No, no. That in was the street. No. Um, eighth grade. Well. Two-thirds of the people stay in the advanced math program, and I messed around a lot in middle school, so I was not one of the third that was deemed a good enough student to continue with that. But the upside to that is I got a really high grade in math, so I didn't really want to be in advanced math anyway. Okay. So it was kind of like a fuck you to them, because I don't need y'all. Fuck you, Mr. Arroyo. Oh, hope he's not listening. You know your old teacher's Google Cormac Mason every once oh, in a while, yeah, just to make sure you're not, you know, on the streets or was, something. I or... hope he's not one of the 14 people listening right now. <laughs> We're 
recording right now. Yeah, we're recording. So yeah. Fenton paused the recording. Nah, it's okay. We're gonna have to cut that so out. We actually missed 20 minutes of the the conversation. No, we missed the some of the five most, seconds. Some of the most intriguing things we've ever talked about in our lives. In fact, probably would have oh, been viral. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's a question I was wondering. When did you first realize that I was not straight? Um, I have my suspicions. How? Uh, well, first of all, you had a big gay pride flag in your room. Okay, it was that. I mean that that, that was, was very recent though. This was like when I went to the first gay pride parade in New York. Okay, like, my first one, I mean. I didn't really know. A few until, years ago, that was only like three years ago, right? Well, yeah, I didn't really know until three years ago. I wasn't. You're just so self-absorbed in your own little. Well, world. I was in middle school. Okay, How, besides, I don't even know when you knew. So, and you actually never, about middle school, yeah. Okay, well, that was a while ago. But you didn't really show a lot of signs of it, so how would I know? No, I kept that area pretty repressed. Our uh, Irish-American household is not really uh, all that open about talking about that stuff. Still isn't. But uh, we won't get into those details now because we've got some nice family members out there listening. Once you put the the flag in, though, it was kind of like, okay... I don't like you can be straight and support gay pride, but that doesn't mean you put a huge gay pride flag. What if I had just room? been giving it as a given it as a gift or something? And but you, know, you whatever, hung it up in the middle of the room and it was it was pretty large, so it was like <laughs> it was kind of like it you was, telling people without actually telling people. Yeah, I think it worked effectively. That's good. Name your top five artists. This is a rapid fire round, so be quick. All right, we're gonna go, we're gonna start with Travis Scott, Joey Badass, Nas. Um, those next two are hard. Probably uh, Kanye West, and then who do I listen to a lot right now? Let me think. Um, it's a rapid fire round, so you just gotta right, say a name. Um, I'll There's just, no waiting. I'll just say Biggie. Okay. Ideal beats per minute? Um, 130. If you could write a song with any artist, who would you write it with? Travis Scott. Okay. Wait, write it? Do they perf- do, they do vocals or, on or it or pro- just write it? Or I mean, I mean, produce. Sorry, produce a produce a song for someone. To, produce for somebody. To do vocals on Travis Scott. Okay, that's the end of the rapid fire questions here. Thank you for lots joining of, us lots here. Of rapid fire questions. Oh yeah, all, all all the ones that could come to my mind right now. So, will there be a feature with famed arm artist Cormacia at some point in the future? Uh, One of my favorite artists to date that came out of the Cormac. So, body. how many alter egos can I put in a song? Well, to to do a, a song with Cormacia would be basically introducing Cormacia to people who never heard Cormacia. All right, so let's do that right now.
Okay, Chromacchia, when I was, I, I believe, 10 years old, I think it was 2009, I, um, I made a like little beat, I guess you could call it, on GarageBand, and then I took my microphone and I went in the closet because, because <laughs> the, I didn't want my parents to hear me, and then I freestyled about like a three-minute song, I think we'll put some autotune on that. And there you go. And I, I think I was acting as a woman because my voice was so high at that point. I sounded like a woman. Um, actually, I don't think Cormacchia can, can come back because my voice has gotten lower. You don't think that uh, there is enough technology to actually, produce that effect? Well, the thing is I could, but I would have to sing in a pitch I'd have to sing six octaves, not six octaves, six, sen six semitones down. So half an octave or something. Because if I put my voice up a whole octave, it'd be too high. So I would have to, I'd have to sing in a pitch. Actually, I could just pitch the beat down, sing to that, and then pitch the beat back up along with my vocals. So why can't you just pitch the, why can't you just pitch it up half an octave from your normal? Because it's going to be off key. Too obvious? Oh. All right, someone knows a little bit about producing here more than I know. I just I know. I just throw some stuff on the on the the music thing and the music comes out. <laughs> okay. So Cormacchia won a lot of awards for that song. It's too bad that she only had one song. Oh, about um, 12 awards. Yeah, right. Uh, there was going to be another song, and you had dressed in drag and everything. And had I? Yeah, you did. I remember you putting on all the, the makeup. We did it. We did a shoot. We did a shoot. I got to uncover that footage. I never use it for anything. Really? Yeah. And, right. and you record. I was mad because you were recording the song on the spot. This was in the basement, and you were wearing lipstick and you had high heels on and everything. Oh, you might I have had do a dress remember on or that. Something. I do. Remember and I was that. pissed off because I was like, "You have to record the song before we make the music video. You can't oh, make the yeah. music video and make the song at the same time because it's gonna I, sound terrible." I didn't really know much about music back no, then, or microphones <laughs> or any of that. I learned a lot. I think you could come back as Cormacchia again and just say that Cormacchia took some testosterone and is transitioning. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, the, you the, just put on the, the whole Cormacchia outfit and just play it It would off. be like an inside joke between like me and the 100, me and you. 150 people listening. Even, they probably don't even know the backstory. So it would be like an inside joke between us two. And then whoever listened to it would be like, what the fuck is this? Who is Cormacchia? <laughs> why? You see, if what? you just went all out Cormacchia, there's enough open market in the, the whole drag world that you would probably get pretty instant success. It's, po it's possible, but you're, you're I, in an oversaturated market making trap music. I might have to change my saying. name a little bit because the whole point of Tommy Owens was didn't contain the word Cormac. All right, well, yeah, but Cormacchia's song's still out there on the internet, free for anyone to find right, if we well, need to. There's our interruption. This is a parent trying to come in. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're recording a podcast. The studio's closed at the moment. Try again at a later time. All right. Anyway, let's, let's cut that out. So you're in college now. Uh, is college better than high school, or is high school the dream, where dreams die when you leave? Um, I would say that high school was the peak of my life, and I'm just gonna go down. 
All right. No, that's it. Thank you, Cormac, for talking to us today. No, we'll, uh, college is uh, definitely a lot better. That, that should be obvious to most people, unless you're like a football star in high school like, or basketball. If you're a sports star in a Midwestern high school right now and you are the king of the school, college is going to get worse unless you are also a sports star in college. Or you have some other talent that you are willing to if you are, Yeah, if you're super popular and you're loving high school right now, well, it's probably going to go downhill from here because the most, the most popular and successful people in high school are usually not the most popular in the world. So after. you should uh, now start a podcast giving high school students advice. Yeah, I need to get, yeah. Shallowness and backstabbing works in high school. Not in my high school, but in stereotypical high schools. And it doesn't really work after that. People, people don't fall for the bullshit anymore. You know, that's a good transition there. Let's talk about our high school, because we both went to the same high school. It's called Brooklyn Technical High School. Oh, my God. 5,500 students in Brooklyn, New York. Some City. demographics here. Uh, 60% male, 60% Asian. Just kind of like paint a little picture there. Yeah, so us white Irish Americans were definitely a minority in the school. How do you think that shaped your experience now that you're in Minnesota, which is not the same demographically? Well, without getting too political, I'm just going to say that there is a little bit of a weird situation when you are, quote unquote, the, in the, the power, the privilege or whatever you want to call it, race, and you're a minority because then you get people who are like, I had a student tell me this in the middle of class. Like, I hate white people. And, like, you can't... It's, and that's just something you get away with. Like, you can just... Like, some of the people there were just like, I hate white people. I don't want to talk to any of them. And it's like, eh. It's just, like, a weird situation. When why, like, why do you think you said that? Let's dig in. Um, well, at the moment, I have an app on my phone that um, plays this, like, high-pitched noise that adults can't hear. And so I was being a little bit annoying. I'm not going to lie, but... And then the girl was like, you need to shut, something about like, shut the fuck up. And like, oh, this is why I hate white people or something like that. And like, can, we can imagine if like um, a black person was doing the same thing. And I was like, this is why I hate black people. That would not be received very well. Yeah. So that, that is an interesting di- dynamic there. So did you feel attacked by that comment? Honestly, I don't, I did not give a shit about her opinion, but I knew... Some, in fact, one of my friends was like, Cormac, you're like the only one white person I like. And I'm like, really? Like, come on. Do you think that's because he doesn't know a lot of white people, potentially? Uh, no, he knows a fair amount. I don't know. That's just a sentiment. But, like, I cared more about his opinion because I actually like him. But, like, the girl, I was, you know, she's just, I really don't care about her. I could see how it'd be problematic, but at the same time, if you're a person of color, you receive so many more threats and so many oh, more no people saying, I hate black people. Like it's the police, it's so it's um, yeah. rural people, a lot of rural people, not all rural people, let's be real. I, I went to school in Iowa, so I understand the complexities of our country. Yeah, I'm just saying the dynamics a little weird. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't like I was going to school every day, like fearing for my life. Right? That was really fine. But it was yeah. just. I'm just just trying to paint a picture that was like a little. It was a little weird, but like otherwise it was. It was well the whole school. I could say pretty confidently that the whole school was just a little weird. 
Okay, but don't you think going to a school where you have an experience being a racial minority or a minority of some type, oh yeah, better prepared your thinking afterwards? Yeah, definitely. And now that definitely. you're in a school where you're the majority again. I yeah, I don't I don't even I think there's too many white people in Minnesota. Like <laughs> there's actually a lot more racism in Minnesota. Yeah. Like I, I realized pretty quickly. It's the same with Iowa when you don't when you don't grow up around enough people who don't look like yeah. you. That, it's because, easy to yeah, resent them. People are coming from small towns that have never known a minority, like never been friends with a minority, and, and then they say some like really racist, not even like subvertly racist, like just straight up using the N word. And I'm like, mm, no, Ooh, I, that's real. But call them out on that. I do. That's quite problematic. Tell them why. I do. Just throw that around. It's hard when they're drunk and they're not really listening mm. to you. You going to frat parties? Is that the issue? Still doing I'm actually that? thinking of a situation where I think we came from a frat party, but I was with a group. I was with a f- group of my friend's friends because he, he was from um, Minneapolis and it was like his high school friends. Okay. It wasn't like my friend, but then hit my friend said some weird things. And we're kind of racist, but less racist than his friend. Yeah. And that's even in a city in Minnesota. If you had gone to oh, a, yeah. a small town like I went to school in Iowa, you get not not comments from other students usually, but comments from, you know, people in the town who just it's a white, 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 white world for them. It's a liberal school, too. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, liberal does not mean you are not above racist. everyone, above racism, exactly. And no. that's definitely not mutually exclusive. So we're on a trip right now, and we're in Ireland. Let's, let's describe what's going on here. What have you done in Ireland, Cormac? I actually recorded a good amount of my... Next, no, not my next song. My song after my next song, I'm dropping, which was good. Other than that, though, I haven't. I really have not done much because this is my vacation from college, so I'm not really trying to do too much tourist stuff. I'm just trying to relax and do my music basically while I have the time and freedom to do so. Um, I really have not left our apartment as much as I probably should have, but. I don't really want to, so it's fine. I'll see Spain more. I've seen Ireland before a lot. So we're going to Spain next. What are your what are your antipis- anticipations about that? Um, I want to go to a club in Spain and see how that is. That I've been told a lot about that from different people. That they're pretty crazy and they're a lot better than America. And I'm 18, so it's legal to drink and everything. So, so new experience for Cormac and. I'm going to tag along with Cormac to a club, and the podcast is going to follow along, so you're going to get uh, an exclusive look into... I don't and, know if I want and, to do a drunk podcast. Uh, but, uh, you don't have very much choice here mm-hmm. in the matter. You might say a little bit too much. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be sure to both listen to the podcast with clear minds, clear hearts, clear souls and then release it to all you wonderful individuals. But you're gonna get a great Mm -hmm. sneak peek right now into Cormac's club experience in Spain. Pero que guapo, o sea, guapo todavía, pero que guapo. (laughs) 
That's him? That's him with That's 23 years old. Damn. He started this restaurant when he was bar when he was oh, 23 years old. Ask him what his um, uh, inspiration for like the aesthetic was. I'll ask him soon. Yeah. Why, why did he put all this? I love it. But like, I, don't, I don't know what you would think to, to do this. Like... It's kind of hard to. You Des- need to describe it. Describe it for the people listening. It's like we're in a, a church from the 1600, like Renaissance, a Renaissance church. It's a lot of burgundy red, like wine, but stained. Not the color of wine, but stained, and then gold. Um, getting drunk was fun. A nice, I don't know, it was a unique experience, I'll say. The club by itself wasn't very good, but you're also sopping wet, so that took away some of it. And I didn't speak anybody the language, and the people were too old, so. But I was drunk, so I didn't really care. Cormac Mason and Tommy Owens, everyone. This was a great podcast. Be sure to tune in to the next Finton Lives with to discover who I'm living with. I don't know if you if anyone's gonna listen to the end, so we should say some dumb shit. Come came for my breakfast, all the way from Texas, crashed with brand new Lexus. Fucking precious. Bitches, love my brodies, of all them cocaine parties Roll a swisher, let's get naughty Couple bitches, couple forties Love my bitches, love my brodies, of all them cocaine parties Roll a swisher, let's get naughty Couple bitches, couple forties Run, running with a couple bricks, yeah Run, running with my new kicks, yeah What, come take a couple hits, yeah Huh, come cop it then split, yeah Rolling up the green weed, smoking, drinking lean yeah, woke up it with the team, take a hit, we supreme, half a split, smoke the trees, jump the cliff, now you're free. Cody for vacation, Cody medication, Cody is the purple motherfucking liberation. How you gonna do a concert? I need to sing it. Love my bitches, love my brothers, the ball, and cookie ponies roll, let's switch it, let's get naughty, couple bitches, couple forty, couple pitchers, but it sounds like bitches. So and you just said bitches. I know. Because I. It sounds like couple bitches. Quite but like. if you look, read the lyrics that I was reading from, it was pitchers. But it oh, sounds oh, like. We're bitches. all gonna just go read your little sheet of paper you wrote somewhere. No, no, I posted it on Bandcamp. I don't know why I posted it. listening on Bandcamp out they there. They don't. Look at the lyrics. Love my bitches, love my brodies, of all them cocaine. Roll a swisher, let's get naughty Couple bitches, couple forties Love my bitches, love my brodies Of all them cocaine parties Roll a swisher, let's get naughty Couple bitches, couple forties Yeah, love when she talk When she gon' leave Like she gonna take a stuff And split from me We done had hard times But we alright Shit, nah, no, never had a hard time In my life Just been maxing out Calm life Yeah, she smoking wax all right, we'll check back in okay. in like 10 years because that's how many years it takes for you to, you know, gain masterful, get, gain followers, gain, gain, get to your point of peak performance. No, I'm not going to Not be, peak performance. I don't think I'll do it for 10 years unless I see results earlier. Well, well that's how long it takes to get the results, 10,000 hours. That's how long it takes to be a master. Nobody said you have to be a master. You think Lil Pump is a master of his... He started like two years ago. You're following some formula that I obviously do not know all the details about. So, 
Folks, thanks for listening in for the fourth time, I think. I think Tay K took 10,000 hours. Who? Tay K. The race? Bitch, I did the. I forgot the lyrics. Try to beat that case, but. And goodbye! Love my bitches, love my brodies of all them cocaine parties. Roll a swisher, let's get naughty. Couple bitches, couple 40s. Love my bitches, love my brodies of all them cocaine parties. Roll a swisher, let's get naughty. Couple bitches, couple 40s, couple 40s, Thanks to Tommy Owens and Cormac Mason for joining me today. You can find Tommy Owens online at soundcloud.com slash Tommy underscore Owens. And you can find Cormac Mason somewhere in Minnesota.